One more thing, guys. If you have not rated the Ride in NFL DFS podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts and you have enjoyed the NFL draft prop betting coverage and you you have enjoyed the ride in throughout the years in terms of DFS coverage, um, it would really, really help me out if you can uh, drop a ratings five stars on either iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And I know some of you guys have not rated it yet because the podcast has like 40 ratings and the listenership on each episode is a lot bigger than that. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, drop me a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? The NFL Draft Prop Betting Podcast continue here on the Ride in NFL DFS Podcast. If you haven't listened to some of the previous episodes, just awesome content, um, insight from some of the sharpest guys betting prop bets right now on the draft. Probably about seven to eight episodes over the last two and a half weeks. Um, obviously, some of the information is a bit stale because lines have moved, but you can see how the information has changed people's uh, you know, picks and, and prop betting favorites throughout the two weeks. Um, but three episodes were just released yesterday, right in a row, bing, bang, boom. Um, Julian Edlow, Alex Moretto, sports betting writer of The Score, and Connor Allen, uh, sports betting writer for the 4 for 4. Just really good stuff. Um, and Elliot Christ talked to him over the weekend. Or actually, I believe that was on Monday. He's got a ton of great stuff on his feed. Also, Anthony Amico at Amixta. Um, he's crushing the content as well. So what I'm going to do for you today is I'm going to go through a mock draft. And admittedly, a lot of them have my best interests uh, prop bet-wise in mind when I was doing it. But I, you know, it's because I feel like this is what's going to happen. Those drove my prop bets, right? So... Um, obviously, Joe Burrow and Chase Young, number one and two, not even going to entertain the thought of either of those not happening, especially at their odds. Number three, as we talked about, I really like Derek Brown, interior defensive lineman to the Lions instead of Jeff Okuda. You can get a ton of decent value now, better when we first talked about it a few episodes ago. Jedrick Wills, uh, probably going to go to the Giants there. A lot of rumors that it could be Tristan Wirfs early on. It has switched to Jedrick Wills, but I'm guessing that they are going to either take tackle there or trade down. I'm sticking with Herbert to the Dolphins. Chargers uh, take Tua at 5-6. and six. And it's because I think a lot of uh, things that you're hearing in the last two days leading up to the draft are just teams, agents, players trying to throw uh, each other off the scent of what's actually going to happen. So I think, I mean... How, how do the Dolphins love Herbert for the last two weeks? And then on Wednesday, Tuesday and Wednesday, they're not sure. So I'm sticking with Herbert to the Dolphins. And I can't see the Chargers passing on Tua at six. It, it's a it's a risk-reward pick because we're not 100% sure of um, his physical and, you know, his, his medical. But 
Apparently he's passed the Dolphins medical, which I think is why um, a lot of play people have switched their thought that Tua might go to the Dolphins, but I'm sticking with that. Then Jeff Okuda falls to seven. You can get that at a nice number. Um, Tristan Wirfs to the Cardinals. Isaiah Simmons falling to the Jags at nine, I have, which you can get really a, a nice price. I got it at nine to one a few days ago. I think it's still around there, um, potentially even more. Um, actually, it might have been. I actually might have got that at 12 to one. I have to go back and check. But that is definitely a solid bet as well. Then I think the Browns and the Jets obviously both need offensive line help. I think they go Andrew Thomas to the Browns, Makai Becton to the Jets at 10 and 11. C.D. Lamb, not Jerry Judy, is the first wide receiver off the board to the Raiders. Um, I think the 49ers are going to try to trade out of 13, but if they don't, C.J. Henderson, cornerback out of Florida, will go there. And Javon Kinlaw, uh, probably the second best interior defensive lineman, will go to the Bucks. Jerry Judy comes off the board at wide receiver to the Broncos. Now, I do have rugs to the Broncos for a small piece, which I would, wouldn't mind happening. But in a minute, you'll hear where I have rugs going, and that is where I could really hit a nice payday. Caleb uh, on Chase on Edge from LSU lands in Atlanta. Now, there is talk that Atlanta comes up for Henderson in either um, the Jags spot or maybe the Cardinals spot, and that's possible. I could see that happening. And if you want to bet that, um, you know, Henderson to the, to the Falcons, because Henderson is probably not going to get to the Falcons unless they trade up. So Henderson to the Falcons, you can still get at a decent price. Xavier McKinney to the Cowboys. Josh Jones. Love the under bet on Josh Jones. I think he's going to come off the board before 28.5 or is what most books have, Matt, right now. Then here's what I think happens at 19. And this is like, it's kind of out of left field. So the Eagles are sitting at 21. They need a they need a run. Okay, let's try that again. The Eagles are sitting at 21. They need a wide receiver. They know that the Jags are probably going to pull the trigger on wide receiver at 20 if Henry Ruggs is still there, right? I don't think the Jags pull the trigger on wide receiver if, you know, Jalen Rager or um, Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver available. But if Ruggs is still on the board, I think the Jaguars pull the trigger at 20. I also think the Cowboys might do it at 17, but um, for all intents and purposes here, the Eagles hop the Jaguars, trade up two picks just to make sure they land their guy, Henry Ruggs, at 19. They give the Raiders their 21st overall pick, so they just move up two spots. Raiders move back two spots. They throw them a later draft pick um, for their troubles. The Jags end up taking Christian Fulton at corner, and the Raiders take Kenneth Murray, linebacker, out of Oklahoma. Austin Jackson is off the board at 22 to the Vikings. The Patriots get their quarterback, Jordan Love. I know that that one's kind of that that has kind of really died down, but that is a nice play on the over. Jordan Love there, 19.5. Patrick Queen, widely mocked to the Saints. Gonna use wisdom of the crowd there. And I think Patrick Queen does go to the Saints. Justin. Jefferson, off the board to the Vikings at 25. He slips to 25. A lot of those under 21 and a half bets that Justin Jefferson has seen don't hit. I personally don't have my, I think that's a, I think 21's a great, a great spot for him. Either he goes to the, the Eagles or 
he doesn't. Um, I can't really see him going before the Eagles, so I, I don't like the under on 21.5. You know, traditional slot guy, um, and I can't really... He's a safe pick, but I can't really see teams spending, you know, trading up for Jefferson. Uh, so I think he slips a little bit to 25. First running back is off the board to Miami, DeAndre Swift at 26. Sorry for everybody that bet the under on running backs not going in the first. A.J. Epinesa to the Seahawks, Zach Bond to the Ravens, y- uh, Yeter Grossmatos to the Titans at 29. So those really, you know, three edges go right in a row, a little run on edges. Jalen Rieger off the board to the Packers at 30. They really need a wide receiver. So if you're counting at home, that's five wide receivers. I don't think Denzel Mims makes it into the first round. There's been a lot of talk from respected guys that Mims is falling on draft boards or he really was never that high in the first place. Uh, you know, Daniel Jeremiah, I think Gil Brandt said it as well. Um, could other wide receivers slip into the first round like Brandon Ayuk or, um, I don't know, T. Higgins? Sure. But I'm still at the number. I like the under on wide receivers, 5.5 going in the first round. And then the Niners take Grant Delpit, safety that slides a little at 31, and Jalen Johnson, cornerback out of Utah, goes at 32 to the Chiefs. So overall, a pre- not, not a real chalky draft, but a pretty chalky draft. I had a couple guys sliding that, um, you know, I like the over on Isaiah Simmons, 6.5. I don't think he gets taken before that, and I think he even slides a little bit to 9 to the Jaguars. You can get a good number there. If... I mean, I know that the the number on offensive linemen in the draft is 6.5, and I only have six going here. Um, Could Cesar Ruiz or one of the other tackles, Ezra Cleveland, slide into the first round? Sure, but if you can get a good number on under 6.5 offensive linemen, I like that too. Um, You know, there's one of these positions is going to have less than the amount of players that have been mocked, you know. Maybe DeAndre Swift doesn't go in the first round and an extra lineman slides in. Maybe there isn't a run on edge at the end of the draft there, at the end of the first round with Gross Matos and Bond and Epinesa. But um, overall, that is how I see the first round of the 2020 NFL draft shaping up. Um, I can see more trades. Like I mentioned, I, I could see the Falcons coming up for C.J. Henderson. I, I really think the Eagles are going to come up for rugs. I, I just have a feeling that Howie Roseman wants an, the heir apparent to DeAndre Jackson, the lid lifter, the field stretcher, opens up everything underneath for the big tight ends. Um, I just think that's the way it's going gonna, it's gonna to play out. Uh, maybe they trade down even further. Maybe they trade down before Ruggs slips to uh, you know, the Niners at 13 and try to take him there. Who knows? Maybe Judy goes off the board uh, to the Jaguars. If Isaiah Simmons doesn't slip there, also a possibility. But that is how I see the first round shaking out. And a quick review of some of the bets that would come about because of that. Derek Brown at three to the Lions or second defensive player off the board. That bet's kind of come down a little bit, but there's still plus money to be had there. Akuda slipping to the Panthers is a nice number. Isaiah Simmons slipping to the Jaguars is at a nice number. Um, Rugs to the Eagles is probably still around, you know, seven to ten to one on most books. Um... Under on wide receivers, 5.5, like I said. Under on offensive linemen, 6.5.
Jalen Rager to hit the board in the first round. You could also probably get a pretty decent number on a pre-selected parlay of Burrow, Young, Derek Brown at three. Um, the talk's kind of died down on Brown at three. It picked up a lot uh, towards the end of last week, and the number came down. But, you know, I would check on that, make sure it doesn't shoot back up. You can get probably a nice number there. Um, but some of the things that I think have an outside shot at happening now, there's a ton of talk that a tight end could slip into the first round, and you could really get a nice number on that. As we've talked about, the over on Cole Komet and a hedge with a tight end in the first round leaves you a pick range of like 10 or 11 picks, right? So if you pick the over on Cole Komet, 44, or some books have it at 41, 42, 43, and you also bet plus money a tight end to be taken in the first round, you're kind of hedging there that if Cole Komet isn't taken between picks 33 and 40-some, you make a profit. Um, you'd have to bet a little bit more on Komet to be over 44. And then, you know, it's a long shot that a tight end's taken in the first round, so you don't have to bet too much there to see some type of profit. As long as he's not taken in that 10-pick window, you're a winner. Okay, that will do it for... This Wednesday edition of the NFL Draft Prop Betting Podcast series here on the Ride in NFL DFS Podcast. As I mentioned in the opening, uh, if you are someone who has not rated this podcast before and you want to do me a solid because you've enjoyed you know, the DFS coverage over the years and the NFL Draft coverage over the last week or two, drop me a five-star rating on iTunes with your Twitter handle, and I will do some type of drawing in the near future for a free best ball league or a shirt from RotoWear, something that is of value to fantasy football fans and people who like uh, daily fantasy, NFL draft, something of that nature. I haven't really decided yet, but leave a five star review, leave your Twitter handle, and I will do a drawing within the next week or so. Uh, as soon as I get enough, you know, reviews that I think is suitable for a drawing, and we'll get the winner something of value to them okay enjoy the draft tomorrow guys i hope you enjoyed all the nfl draft prop betting coverage here on the ride in uh good luck and enjoy the draft all i see is signs all i see is dollar signs